I love this Chinese proverb that says, if you want happiness for an hour, take a nap. If you want happiness for a day, go fishing. If you want happiness for a year, inherit a fortune. But if you want happiness for a lifetime, help somebody. Welcome back to the podcast. It's Cal here. I'm back in my car. It is 6 a.m. and I am recording and excited to be here with you today. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today. A real quick, why am I in my car at 6 a.m. to record this? Well, I learned back in college. I remember I had a mentor and he shared with me, he said, Cal, if you're going to pursue things in life, if you're really going to work hard, all that is great, but do everything you can as you work, as you pursue, as you labor for it not to impact your family life. And so one of the things that he told me is like, hey, sometimes that means you got to get up early. Sometimes that means you got to wake up before you want to, to go and accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. So what I try to do is I try to get up early while my family's sleeping so that I can do things like this. And I encourage you to try that out. Maybe you're not a morning person, but getting up early when other people are sleeping can often allow you to not just accomplish the things you want to do, but also limit the impact that has on your family. And that's what we talk about on this podcast. That's what I try to talk about every single episode is intentional living, living with a purpose, living deliberately, living a more meaningful life. And then we also talk about how as we're living an intentional life, as we're leading ourselves, then we look outward. We try to help other people. We try to lead other people and make a big and positive impact on the people around us. Now, the topic for today, I'm telling you guys, there's nothing that gets gets me more excited than the topic we're covering today, and that is serving other people. Now, I want to encourage you today, the goal of today is to help you and me look outward, to serve others, to focus on doing good and helping other people every single day, even in small ways, for the rest of our life. Now, the bottom line for today's episode is this, that as long as you and I are focused on ourselves, that will never truly be fulfilled in life. It's true. No matter what we have, no matter how much we have, no matter how what position we have, how much power, prestige, we know in our core that that's never going to be enough because we always want more. We always want more and we want more, but we also know that at the end of our life, that's not going to be enough. That's not really what we want our life to be about. So I hope if you're pursuing those things just like I am, money, power, prestige, fame, that's okay. It's okay to pursue those things, but let those things be a means to an end, not the end. The end should never be more money because you can't take it with you. I mean, you can't take all that power and prestige and fame with you. But let that be a means to an end. As you experience success, let's look outward. Let's pull other people up. Let's do our best to serve other people because that is truly what leads to lasting fulfillment. And it's counterintuitive, isn't it? It's this idea that as we give of ourselves, that somehow we get more out of it. We've heard it even as young as when we were kids. It's better to give than to receive. And it's true. I can tell you that anecdotally in my own life. And I think there's empirical evidence that I'm going to share with you scientific evidence, studies that have been done that demonstrates that as we serve, as we volunteer, as we help, as we look outward, that it makes us more fulfilled. Now, I shared with you guys a little bit last week in the last few episodes about some of my stories. So I was suspended for the first semester of my ninth grade year. It was a tough time in my life. I was in a new town. I was in a new place. I got suspended. I was embarrassed. 
And I had all these questions that are that I was asking is that, you know, I guess I was what, 14 years old at the time. You know, am I going to be able to finish high school? Am I ever going to be able to get go to college? I mean, someone who's been suspended for an entire semester, is that person going to be a great college applicant? I mean, I was thinking these things in my mind. Am I ever going to experience success in my life? And the beauty of being in that really low point early in my life as I got to experience the beauty of people serving me. I got to experience the beauty of people helping me. People met with me intentionally. People encouraged me. People helped me believe in myself when I didn't. I was asking those questions. Am I going to succeed? Am I ever going to graduate high school? Am I ever going to go to college? And people were answering those questions for me. They were saying, yes, Cal, you're going to make it. I'm going to help you. I'm going to focus with you. I'm going to sit down with you and I'm going to read the Bible with you. Help that become part of your life. And that experience shaped me. It shaped who I am today. And our experiences shape us. I love what Robin Williams talked about right before he died. He said that, I think the saddest people always try their hardest to make people happy because they know what it's like to feel absolutely worthless and they don't want anyone else to feel like that. Now, I started in that experience, I started to experience some success. So I'm suspended for this first semester of my of my uh, freshman year of high school. And then I finally, I come back to start my second semester. I have a new perspective. I started to take my faith more seriously. I joined the varsity football team my sophomore year. So I started to experience success there. And then something powerful happened in my life. I shifted my focus from myself and I shifted it outward. I started to focus on, and I wasn't perfect. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm certainly not perfect now. But something shifted in my perspective. I started to look outward. I started to share my story about what had just happened to me. And I started to look, who can I help? Now that I've experienced some success, now that people have helped me get on some solid footing, I started to look outward and I learned the beauty of service to others. I started to experience the fulfillment that comes. And if you've never experienced this, most of you probably have, but if you've never experienced it, you probably maybe don't believe what I'm saying. I went on a trip to Jamaica to serve people. I went on a trip to Dominican Republic to serve people. I started to mentor middle school kids when I was in high school. I went to rural North Carolina to help build houses and serve people. I started to look for opportunities in my everyday life people that were hurting, people that needed help. And it was truly a transformational experience for me. And really, as I've gone through life in college, in the military, when when I went to Iraq, all these little ways, I'm constantly trying to be someone who looks outward, trying to look for opportunities to serve. And I love what Mahatma Gandhi said. You know, Gandhi, who truly was a man who served, he said, the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in service to others. And so that kind of gets into my passion for this podcast, the passion for in my life, really, for the rest of my life, my desire is to focus on making the world a better place. I long for people to feel loved. I long for people to feel like they belong, to minimize that pain and suffering. Some of that might just become, might come from some of the suffering and pain that I've gone through in my own life. I know how how bad it feels and I want people to not experience that. I want to help people. And that's why my passion is to help people live an intentional life. Because when you live an intentional life, you become the best you that you can ever be. And when you are the best you that you can possibly be, you are then now equipped and you are the most capable of going and impacting people in the most significant and positive way. And that's where leadership comes in. That's the vehicle by which you as your best self now goes out and maximizes the the impact you can have on our world. And how cool is it if that if you're at your best, you're out making a positive impact, the ripple effect that that has in our world. And I believe in that. I believe that those small ripples can make an incredible impact on our life. We all have 
our own genetic DNA, right? We know that we're all unique. None of us are the same when it comes to our genetic DNA. I believe that we all have also something I'll call life DNA. And that is the intersection or the combination that makes us unique based on four primary things. One, our giftedness. Two, our passions. Three, our experiences. And four, our life position right now. So think about it. Think about all the gifts that you have. Maybe you're a good listener. Maybe you have the gift of empathy. Maybe you have the gift of compassion. Maybe you're someone who just kind of sees the best in other people. Maybe you're a great encourager or a great speaker. And then next, think about your passions. Maybe you're someone who loves music, who loves art, who loves movies, who loves coffee, who loves to cook, loves technology, love helping people in their faith or helping people in their fitness. And then you think about, number three, your life experiences. All of those things that you've experienced, like I talked about my own experience, anything that you've experienced, maybe it was a challenge, it was a difficulty, maybe something that when you were going through it, you're like, man, I don't have no idea why I am going through this challenge right now. For example, I've talked to people who have had the difficult experience of a miscarriage. But what I've also heard them say is, you know, it's it, what's interesting is I, I hated that experience, obviously, but it's made me more able to help people when they go through a miscarriage themselves. So that makes us unique, our life experiences. And then number four, our life position, place you live, the people you interact with, the people in your community, that your job, your position at your job. All of those things, when you combine your giftedness, your passions, your life experiences, and your current life position makes you unique. Absolutely, think about it. Think about that life DNA that you have gives you unique opportunities and unique qualifications to go out and impact people. I bet if I were to follow you throughout your day, I could probably point out all the human interactions that you have on a daily basis that present you a unique opportunity to turn kind of those mundane things into more meaningful interactions and it's because of something you've experienced. I bet if I followed you around throughout your day, there's people you could impact that I could not impact. And it's just because of something you've experienced. Maybe, maybe you're passionate about Star Wars and you're talking to someone throughout your day. I'm not passionate about Star Wars. But because of that, you, it allows you to talk to someone about Star Wars, use your unique gifts and talents of listening and empathy and compassion to relate to someone and, and boost someone's day. That's what I'm talking about. So I wanna encourage you to use that, use that unique life DNA to go and impact your sphere of influence, whoever that is. That's your family, that's your friends, your coworkers, the people in your community, the people that you interact with on a regular basis. Go and impact them. Now, I wanna talk just real quick about this counterintuitive idea, this idea that when we give of ourselves, when we focus on other people, that we're happier. I believe the reason that this is, the reason that this, this is a true true life law, something that exists, is one, I believe that God designed us this way. Now, I talk about God a lot on this podcast, and I, I just want to real quick say, the reason I talk about God is because that's a part of who I am, and, that, and it would be inauthentic for me not to mention that, but I hope you understand, and I hope that if you're someone who isn't a person of faith, that you understand that this podcast is for everyone. This podcast is for every single person, regardless of your faith background. I think these principles can apply to your life, but I share this just because I believe it, and it's something that I I've experienced in my own life and I want to be authentic about who I am on this show but I believe that God designed us this way and when I think about Jesus's example about service Jesus washed people's feet Jesus served people he believed it was better to serve than to be served so I believe that God designed us that way but even if you're not a person of faith if you don't believe that God designed us that way if you don't believe what I just said there's scientific evidence which explains why we are most fulfilled when we give of ourselves in service the chemicals in the brain that are 
are attributed to happiness are measurably higher after we do volunteer work. Through the fMRI technology, we now know that giving activates the same parts of our brain that stimulates things like food and sex. It's that reward center in our brain that has the chemical reaction. Oxytocin diminishes stress and dopamine along with endorphins create a natural helper's high. And this feeling can actually become addictive as your body can start to crave that rewarding feeling. There was a University of Chicago study where they went out and they asked people about job satisfaction and happiness. And they were trying to figure out what are the most fulfilling jobs. And the top four categories were people that were caring for others, people that were teaching, people that were protecting others, or people that were pursuing creative pursuits. And that was based on 27,000 interviews about job satisfaction. The United Kingdom, they synthesized 40 different studies about happiness, health, and volunteering. And they found that volunteering by giving of yourself lowered depression, increased well-being, and it had a 22% reduction in the risk of dying. Isn't this incredible? I mean, this is all just empirical evidence that giving of ourselves makes us more fulfilled. Clinical research shows that volunteering and mentoring increases your immune system. There's been other evidence that shows that giving back increases your self-esteem. Giving back and helping other people decreases feelings of loneliness. And studies have shown that our society now is more lonely than it's ever been. As long as they've been able to do these types of studies, it's because we've started to trade real human interactions for social media type interactions. In fact, a study done by the AARP found that 42 0.6 million adults that are over the age of 45 suffer from chronic loneliness. And one of the big ways to combat that is by looking outward, by helping other people, by doing systematic volunteer work, by loving on people, by giving of yourself. Another thing that they found is that by people giving of themselves, by volunteering, that increased their sense of gratitude. That as they saw what other people were going through, as they experienced the true humanity of other people, it put their own experiences in perspective and they felt like they had a deeper connection to people. Okay, so now I've talked about how either God created us this way, whether you believe that, or whether you just see all this evidence that demonstrates that giving of ourselves, that looking outward, that focusing on other people, that volunteering is truly one of the most fulfilling things that we can do. Why don't we do it? Why is it so difficult? Well, I think most of us can honestly say that most of us wake up in the morning and we're just focused on surviving. We're focused on ourselves. That's kind of our default setting as human beings is that we tend to focus on us. We, we tend to just, hey, Hey, what can I do for myself today? And so what I want to do now is I want to talk about application. I want to talk about how can we go from being focused on ourselves because at the end of the day, we probably don't want to focus on ourselves. We want to experience true fulfillment in life. We want to be making an impact on the world, but there's a lot of obstacles, I think, that get in our way to shifting our focus from us to other people. So I'm going to talk now about application, just a few principles. Okay, now we got, we know what we believe it. We know that we need to do this, but how do we do it? How do we make it more likely that we're going to go out and focus on other people? Because we know that knowledge is just potential power, right? We can know all day that we need to focus on other people, but how do we shift that from inside of our head to going out and doing it, to applying it in our daily life? So I want to talk about that right now. I'm going to offer you several principles that you can go out and apply. It's going to kind of be a lightning round so that you can go out, apply these things in your life, just give you something to think about so you can go out and focus on other people. Number one is think about how do you want to be remembered? Oftentimes we get so focused on the short term. We get focused on what do I need to do today? What do I need to execute on today? What is a win for Cal today? Well, focus, yeah, that's important. Focus on today, but in the back of your mind as you're going through your day, think about how do I want to be remembered in life? Stephen Covey talks about start with the end in mind. Think about what do I want people to say about me at the end of my life? I think as we think about what we want people to say about us at the end of our life, Life, it really hones us in on what our values are. When we look at the happiest people in life, most 
them, maybe they've achieved success, but more than anything, the happiest people in life are giving of themselves. None of us really wanna get to the end of our life and just have a bunch of stuff. We wanna be able to say that we contributed to society. We wanna be able to say that we impacted people, that we made the world a better place. So principle number one to keep in mind is ask yourself, how do I wanna be remembered? And when you kind of get focused on that day-to-day, kind of pull yourself out of your self-focus, remember, hey, you know what? What's most important to me, my most important values are to contribute to the world. So I'm gonna do that today. Principle number two to help us look outward is to practice gratitude. Take a moment every single day or as often as you can to think about all the different people that helped you get to where you are today. If you've experienced some level of success in life, it's because other people, I mean, I'm not, I'm all about ownership. I'm all about personal responsibility. Yes, you've worked hard to get to where you are today and you have a big part of whatever success you've experienced. But every single one of us have had people that have helped us pull ourselves out of tough spots, supported us, contributed to us, mentored us, whether that's your parents, maybe your grandparents, teachers, mentors, friends, family. So take a moment every single day or as often as you can to reflect on that. Because when we practice gratitude, when we remind ourselves of all the people that helped us along the way, then it just allows us to kind of stop in our busyness and look outward and say, you know what, who can I help today? Who can I go out and support them like other people have supported me? And maybe this is your children. Maybe this is people in your family. But just it allows us to kind of step outside of our busyness and our self-focus and look outward when we practice gratitude. Number three, make a practice of putting yourself in other people's shoes. Make a practice of looking at people and being conscious about, hey, you know what? I'm going to take a moment to put myself in their shoes right now. Because when we do that, sometimes we start to see things that we wouldn't otherwise see. If I look at a friend and I'm like, you know, I'm going to put myself in, in their shoes right now. They're going through something. How would they feel? How can I support them? But if we never really stop and, and practice that and be intentional about putting ourselves in other people's shoes, then it's easy just to go through life and just kind of seeing people and, for, and missing opportunities to serve other people. For example, you know, the other day I was kind of thinking about a friend and I was like, you know what? They're new to town just like I am. They're probably going through some stuff that's probably difficult transitioning. And just by going through that thoughtful process, I've been like, you know what? They're new to town just like I am. They're probably struggling. They are probably trying to settle in. Just by thinking about that, it was, you know, maybe I can offer some encouragement. You know, maybe I can step outside of my own situation right now and offer them some words of encouragement, demonstrate some kindness to them. So make it a practice in your life of being intentional about putting yourself in other people's shoes. What that does is it motivates us to then go and serve them and help them. Number four is reject a scarcity mindset. So often we're so focused on getting ahead. We're so focused comparing ourselves to other people, wanting to win. I think social media has made this even more difficult for us as we see people on Instagram, Facebook, and we start to kind of play that comparison game that I talked about in episode four. Keep in mind, there's no win in comparison. The only thing you should be striving for, I think that all of us should be striving for, is not to win, not to compete with other people, but is to be our best self. And so reject this scarcity mindset that says, well, if I'm giving of myself, if I'm giving my energy and my resources to other people, that I'm somehow falling behind. No, there is more than enough success to go around. We just talked about it. As we give of ourselves, 
that's when we truly get. So reject this scarcity mindset that says, well, I don't, I can't give of myself because that's just energy and resources and time and money that I should be focused on myself so I can just accumulate, accumulate, accumulate so that I can beat someone who's not even competing with me. So reject the scarcity mindset. I love what Anne Frank said in the diary of Anne Frank. She says, no one has ever become poor by giving. And that is absolutely true. So reject that kind of self-centeredness, that winning mindset that says, oh, I got to win, I got to win, I got to win. And just reject that and remind yourself that there is no win in comparison and there's more than enough success to go around. And I really truly win. I truly win. If I really want to win in life, then I need to give of myself. I need to look outward and look for ways to lift people up. And that gets into principle number five, that as you succeed, make it a proactive step to look outward, to look outward. And as you're climbing that ladder of success, as you're experiencing success in life, whatever that is, as you learn something, constantly be looking around and say, who can I lift up to where I'm at? As you kind of get to that next rung of the ladder, look around and say, who can I now lift up to help to get to where I'm at? And then principle number six, and I think this focuses on sometimes we have this idea that, man, there's just so much need out there in the world. There's just so much that needs to be done. You know, when I think about service, when I think about helping people, it's just overwhelming to me because there's just so much that needs to be done. I want to encourage you, and this is principle number six, focus on small investments. Focus on small investments in people and in causes every single day. It, what it does is when we think about the big picture, when we think about all the need there is out there, we get so overwhelmed that we never really start even with small steps. So take a small step each day towards helping someone. One word of encouragement, one just moment of your time to listen to someone's story. It can make an incredible difference. And as you do that in small ways each day of your life, the adding up of that over your life is gonna be incredible. Talk about investing, invest in people, invest in life. We know about compounding interest, how about compounding kindness, compounding service? That is the beauty of giving of ourselves in little bits every day. I love what Desmond Tutu said. He said, do your little bit of good where you are, and it's those little bits of good put together that overwhelm the world. Or I love, I really love this, what Janice Stanfield said. She says, I can't do all the good that the world needs, but the world needs all the good that I can do. Focus on adding value where you are. As you go throughout your day, try to make the mundane more meaningful. Try to add value to people that you interact with on a daily basis. So imagine a world where each day we all did our part. A world where it's getting better, that is we get better. As a world that as we get better and we experience success, that we're constantly looking outward and seeing ways that we can pull other people up. Guys, it's not easy. We know this. We know that we have this human tendency to focus on ourselves and just kind of get on our own zone every day, but it's so worth it for us to look outward. Go, I encourage you to go out and do this today. And if this encouraged you today, if this helps you maybe adopt a different mindset or get focused in this moment and this day to go out and live more intentionally in this way, please share this with someone. I believe that kindness and service ripples. I believe that as other people go out and do good, it makes our world a better place. So focus, and, and as I want to make this final point, don't worry so much about seeing the impact. You may be trying your best to make an impact in other people's lives, but you may not see it immediately. Count the success at the end of the day that you have based on the amount of seeds you sow in other people. You're not going to always see the, the fruit of that, but just go out and sow seeds of kindness, sow seeds of goodness, go sow seeds of volunteering and, and service, and you will eventually reap that. You will experience that fulfillment, but you may not see it immediately. If you like this podcast, please may, help make it more accessible to other people. 
people by leaving a written review, uh, giving it a rating on iTunes or wherever you consume those podcasts. Last time I checked on iTunes, I think we had 43 reviews. We're at five stars. We're growing. Thank you so much for those that have taken the time to do that. I sincerely appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. It allows me to do what I'm passionate to do. Well, I'm not getting any money out of this, but it really allows me to do what I'm passionate in doing, and that is just to help impact people and impact more people, make this more accessible. So go out and look outward today. Go make a difference today. You'll be glad that you did. Life is short. Let's make it count.